This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Bobby Belt set to join us here on the Diamond Factory Hotline as we are into the final hour, the power hour, hour number five of the G-Bag Nation, although Brian brought us. He's still got three more hours left. Yeah, let's see. He's been going for now 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. You've been doing uh, an incredible job, Brian. Thank and you. Appreciate honestly, that. Honestly, you still haven't snapped on anybody, and I'm a little bit, ah, we're good. A little bit surprised. Yeah, we're good. Maybe it was that Pecan Lodge br- brisket sandwich. That yeah. Excellent, man. Total Mark dropping yeah, that Mark, by was thank huge. thank you so much. That's what but did it. I think it's really? something like if you, when you're in the cold and it, it hurts really bad for a while, but then you just get numb. And I imagine that's where you're at now, Broadus. You're just a little bit numb to it. Like you do no, a cold plunge you know or what, something. You know what? This is very similar. What I what we do is for the draft. You know when we go when we go work with the Cowboys oh, and you get like a nine hour day. You know you start and then you kind of go through and then you, but you do it for three days straight. Yeah, that's oh, true. that's true. It's like so you it, never leave. You were yeah, built for this. Yeah, it just kind of this kind of conditions you to when you're going to do that here in a couple months. Okay. Fair enough. That, that'll be that'll be exciting. I know uh, our buddy Bobby Belt has also experienced that as well as he joins us now, our Dallas Cowboys insider. And Bobby, uh, we just we just got the list of potential guests we're going to have for Radio Row. Your good friend Dan Orlovsky going to be hopping on the morning show. How you pumped? Are you feeling good about it or what? Yeah. How you pumped? Yeah, it's great. You pumping iron right now for it? Yeah, pumped. I'm so excited. So you're not excited? I am. Thrilled. Can't is that, wait. Is that going to be the most contentious on-air moment of your career? I'm thrilled. I can't wait, guys. Man, nothing gets Bobby riled up quite like a Dak disrespect. What's up with the driving slow in the left lane situation? Uh, okay, so this has uh, sort of been misconstrued over time. Um, what I said a couple months back on the radio was that uh, left lane is obviously for passing, and you're going uh, fast and, and everything like that. What I said is that if somebody is zooming up behind me going like 110 and they're kind of weaving in and out of the lanes and then they like are in the left lane and they're trying to get past me or whatever, I'm going to make them like they're going to have to get past me because I'm not going to try and predict their next bob and weave by getting out of the way and then getting clipped by a 110 mile per hour car. So if you're one of those jackasses who comes up fast like that <laughs> and is like pushing like 105, I'm not moving. Sorry. I would expect that from Bobby. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna troll no matter what you know or where he is. So that That's makes not a ton even of totally sense a to troll. Me. That's also why I don't want to get clipped by the psycho driving one ten or whatever. It's and then just move the me out the way, spin. Bobby. All right, move out the way and don't be don't be no. a jerk. No, get out the way. Nope, not happening. You know, Bobby, have, have you? Okay, obviously you've had this happen to you before. How quickly did you pick up that driver going behind you at one hundred and ten? 105 whatever 
Uh, like how how did I See, how I, was I able to tell they were going that fast? Well, no, I've been I've been on I've been on the highway before, like six thirty five, and mm-hmm. people go flying by you, and they're but you you can't even react. You know, they're going by you, they're going behind you, and then to the left of you so fast you can't even react. I mean, how you just can. Yeah, so if I see in the rearview mirror like somebody weaving, that's what I'm say- oh, weaving. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I see them weaving in through traffic or whatever, and then they get to the left lane, and they're just like, if there's a stack of cars in the two right lanes, and they're trying to come up, I'm not gonna just like move for them and their unpredictable car movements. Because then if I start trying to move out of the way, they might go, you know, 15 miles per hour faster than me and try to move into the same lane and then hit me. So I'm not doing that. They can they can either just slow the f down or they can move themselves. All right, Bobby Bell. I've been in the, like I said, been on the highway and cars chasing each other. Oh, yeah. They're like, racing. Yeah. They're zooming. They're rooming, or they they're, just get ticked off at one another and, yeah, now. now oh, my gosh. Now okay, 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 okay. That's what I'm talking about, that chase. Cars chasing each other. Yeah. Cars chasing each other. Now I got to tell you the coolest thing I ever saw on the highway, and it's completely like uh, reckless and danger, uh, dangerous, but it was cool. So 635 and 35, where 35 kind of splits off, there's this one guy clearly chasing this other yeah. as it was coming up to the 35 split. And he was in the HOV lane, and he was flooring it, and the guy behind him was chasing him. And then what he did was right as the HOV lane, those little poles came up, he ripped off to 35 heading south, and the guy got stuck in the HOV lane going down 635. The guy behind him chasing him. It was a really cool move to see live. Hmm, interesting. Bobby, any uh, any more buzz happening with this offensive coordinator situation, or should we just not expect more news really until post-Super Bowl? No, I, th- I think this is, I, I mean, you may, there may be something next week, but I mean, like, I, I think right now they're kind of in a little bit of a holding pattern, just kind of getting their, their ducks in a row. But yeah, I, I wouldn't think we're going to hear any large developments, you know, today or over the weekend or anything else. And so kind of cool, kind of quiet. I, I think they're figuring some things out. They've obviously been focused a lot on senior bowl and their meetings there. Um, and so uh, that's, that's kind of where I think their focus is right now. Hey, Bobby, I'm going to ask you a really strange question because it's that time for me. I'm getting there. He's getting weird. But is, <laughs> with the Arizona job not filled, is there still a chance they lose Dan Quinn? Uh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, he's – I don't think so. I, I I mean, in you know, we've obviously seen cases of, like, Bill Belichick taking the Jets job yeah. for, like, a day. Yeah. Um, we've seen guys – seemingly have jobs for a couple days and then bail like Josh McDaniels. Wow. Weird that uh, those two guys worked together for so long, huh? And then they both did weird things like that. Um, but no, I, I think that Dan Quinn's committed. He's here. And uh, I, I mean, I guess anything's possible. You would, you would say 0.01%. Maybe that's out there. Um, but no, I, I think Dan Quinn's here. And I think Dan Quinn, even though he probably would not say this, maybe not even – he wouldn't say it publicly. He may not even say it privately. But just internally, I think he's probably thinking in his own head as well that this could potentially be a job that I could be up for in a year is the one that I'm, I'm you know, the Cowboy coaching one, yeah. under right now. Yeah. yeah, and so, I mean, do you want – would you want the Cowboys job or would you want to be tied to the Cardinals and, and some of the the difficulties that seem to be going on there, especially with the idea of – how difficult, uh, you know, it's it's talked about that Kyler Murray has been in recent years. We talked earlier about a Dan Quinn off-season wish list. What would be at the top of your wish list if you were Dan Quinn? Uh, a linebacker, um, a cornerback. I, I mean, just in general, 
I, I think a lot of what was wrong with the defense the second half of the year was they just became banged up and it, you were kind of mixing and matching and things like that. I trust whatever Dan Quinn wants to put out there, um, whatever Dan Quinn gives his you know seal of approval for in terms of a personnel move. I'm going to trust that it's going to work out okay, but I, I think you're going to look at you'd want another corner, whether that's the draft or free agency. You'd want to shore up linebacker. Linebacker was such a tough spot for them. Uh, if Leighton Vander Esch wasn't playing or wasn't playing well, the defense was usually playing really poorly. And so I, I think you want to try and strengthen the linebacker core. Um, and, and that would kind of be where my focus is at, corner, uh, linebacker. And then, I mean, you know, it, making sure that you build on on some of the good things you saw from Oso Digizua in the second half of the season, some of the good things you saw times from Carlos Watkins, the, the good things you saw after you acquired Jonathan Hankins, uh, just making sure that some of that better interior play keeps up, whether by, you know, retaining those guys and making sure that they're building on that or when you're adding guys, making sure you're adding more quality there instead of some of the issues they've had with Neville Gallimore and Quentin Bohanna and some of the other guys. So would LVE be a more important re-sign to you than Donovan Wilson? Uh, it's tough. They're, they're neck and neck. They're, they're neck and neck for me. No pun intended. Uh, I <laughs> think that the Donovan Wilson is is such a a, a he, he sets the tone so much for that defense with his physicality, and and I I wouldn't want to lose that tenacity and that aggressiveness. But in terms of – if you tell me you take Donovan Wilson off the field or Leighton Vander Esch off the field in just a random game last year, I'm guessing the defense plays a lot worse with Leighton Vander Esch not there than with Donovan Wilson not there. And that's not an indictment on Donovan Wilson. I, I think really highly of him. Um, but, I mean, they have, you know, Israel Mukwama who can play some safety. They've got, or, I mean, who is a safety and has been playing some quarter. But Israel Mukwama can play that. They like Marquise Bell and what they have there potentially. Uh, you know, J. Ron Curse. Malik Hooker's, you know, had some ups and downs last year, but uh, but I think had started to find his groove a little bit. Um, and so I, I think that you've got more answers if Donovan Wilson leaves, more in-house answers if he leaves than if Leighton Vander Esch leaves. And I think that your defense plays better uh, when Don, when Leighton Vander Esch is on the field as opposed to, you know, if it's Donovan Wilson on the field and no Leighton Vander Esch. We just got a question from uh, the TruckRec.com text line, and, and it, it's a good point, but I, I believe Jonathan Hankins was just on a one-year deal. How high on the priority list do you think he is to bring back after they traded for him? I mean, I think they saw that, hey, when they brought him here, there was a change and things improved, and then when he was lost to the pec injury, things got worse. And And so I think that, you know, it's easy to, just like Leighton Vander Esch, kind of connect the dots and go, oh, okay, when he's out here, uh, the defense is playing better. There, there's fewer issues. Everything seems to, to run better. And so uh, I, I think that he's, he's got to be somebody that they're, they're looking at as somebody they'd like to retain. Uh, but, I mean, as, as Brian talked about this week after Jerry's comments about, you know, Jason Peters and Tyron Smith and Ezekiel Elliott and things like that, that a lot of that's to be determined mm, what yeah. they think about that because they got to have their meanings. I mean, individual coaches may like somebody sticking around, but in terms of just kind of collectively coming together and getting an idea of where the front office wants to go with some of these moves, I, I think just about everybody is to be determined. Bobby, this when you, when you look at this, uh, this offensive line, and, you know, to me, I'm trying to kind of figure out what you're going to do you mentioned with Tyron Smith and is it and I'm not really worried about Jason Peters but the Tyron Smith thing if in fact that Tyron Smith does stay 
do you move him back to left tackle? Is that and you know immediately now it's Terrence Steele at right tackle again? I. I, I don't think you should – I think you've already committed to this process, um, you know, in terms of getting Tyler Smith as your future left tackle. And I I don't want to go backwards. And and even though Tyron Smith looked good at times, there were other times he looked really bad. It was, it was really inconsistent play from Tyron Smith. There's no you, – you can't combine any two players on the roster and get a bigger cap savings with a pre-June 1 cut than you can just by cutting Tyron Smith. And so – I mean, if it frees up damn near $10 million, you've got two tackles in place, two young tackles. Um, and, and so to me, I, I think that you're just, you know, prolonging the inevitable. Just move on, rip the Band-Aid off. And, and I know I've been calling for this for like two years, basically, Brian. Um, mm-hmm. But just go ahead, move on. You've got your tackles. Start figuring out what you want to do on the interior with the guards. Uh, say thanks for your, your time, your service to Tyron Smith. Collect that $10 million. And, and be on your way. I, I don't want to, even on a pay cut, I don't want this to, you know, I don't want to try and figure anything out. Let's just move forward. Availability is important. That was their buzzword all last year, and Tyron Smith has shown for seven years he can't be available. Availability. You're 100% right. What was your favorite part of Brian Broaddus and his availability for you this morning? The next segment, probably, uh, that you guys are going to do, where uh, you you listen to some of the things that, Brian had to say about G-Bag superlatives. But I will say this. Brian did a fantastic job, got rave reviews uh, on all three platforms, the, the Twitch, the YouTube, the fan text. Uh, everybody was uh, giving him a, a ton of praise, and I know he continued to get praise on KNC, but uh, a real trooper knocked it out, made it easy for us. We all kept talking during the breaks about, like, this is the fastest show we've ever been a part of. Yeah. Because we we're, we're all used to all three of us trying to – you know, talk through some things, and especially for Sean and RJ, uh, they're just now getting used to even having three people in there, to have four in there, and then able to discuss a lot of different things that made things fly by. It was fun this morning. Well, we don't mind sharing. Sharing is caring, but uh, that's not a permanent deal. All right, he's ours, and we're not, we're not giving yeah, him up. you can't have him forever. Well, I mean, until Super Bowl, right? Because we're supposed to cross-pollinate, guys. We are. So, so Brian, if you want to come over on our show and just bail on uh, G-Bag for a day, feel free, man. Dude, don't look, at, don't look at me like that. I was thinking about Bobby because I, I, I know that you're going to have to – I mean, it's going to be quick turnarounds for you and Sean and RJ. And I know they're probably – being veterans in this game, they're probably less are you Are you going to offer to sit in for me on the Orlovsky Dude, interview? Have no, no, I'm not sitting in not get up you. and go I'm, 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 tell you I'm what, trying I'm to I'm convince myself to, like, if Bobby goes hard in the paint, like for the media party yeah, or something, I'm like, Bobby, not? I'll stick it out for you. No, I am too. <laughs> I might y'all, think I'm go- y'all think I'm going to the media hey, party. You That's are funny. going to the media me, party, you jerk. Bobby, what is wrong with you? Let, let me, let me, I'll trade with you, Bobby. I'll tell you what I'm going to trade. We're going to interview Christian McCaffrey's mom. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Lisa McCaffrey. Hey, that, that should have been the bet. Not hit on Waltuck's mom no, for 10 minutes. It should have been hit on we, Christian McCaffrey's mom. I wonder mom. how long it's going to take her to figure out the like the, the, the trolls that were going after her son. She's going behind enemy lines. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to be I, aware I, of it. I've got bits prepared. No, I actually I, – I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do the Orlovsky interview. I'm not looking to trade out of that because um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to run away from that. That's, that'll be fun. I can't wait. Over under one and a half dumps get hit tomorrow when you and Drunken Walchuk and Drunken Corey Majors get together for the roundtables. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it depends on how drunk I can get on two shots of vodka. Yeah, I think that's soda. all you're having tomorrow. Soda guy now. Trust me, Bobby. We can get we can get ratchet. 
I know, I know you can, Zach, because like you've been on it for an extended period of time. I'm a week. Like I, I just had like no, those two like shots a week ago. When we're drinking our meals, you're gonna feel those two shots, buddy. Okay, all right. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, I, 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 I guess the question is more dumps in in the segment from Fanbowl or more dumps with Orlovsky on Wednesday. I guess is the question. All right, fair enough. Bobby, anything else before we let you go? Just that I love you all. I love you more. There he goes, the great Bobby Belt, our Cowboys insider. Who is he's trying to dip out of the media? What is wrong with him? Is he just not social? Jerry's not going to be there, to our knowledge. Yeah, he just gets, he's got these weird things where he, and he just can't get over them. He's got these fears. Like even in the press box at, at AT&T Stadium for the Cowboys game, he won't go to the carving station. Yeah. Because he, he feels weird like standing there and holding a plate and somebody carving his meat and then handing it to him. So he like won't he he won't do it. It's it's a weird thing that he has. I don't do if it, it was either. a self serve carving station, he would be down for it. But because somebody else has to it's like he's scared of the awkward interaction. You don't think where, we're nervous about it? I'm I, freaking I out. What if we bump into Joy Taylor? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna crap my pants right there on the in front of everyone. Oh, no, that's that's true. The media party is going to be a who's who. Don't feel who bad. And... Half our show already pees on themselves. It's okay. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Sorry, And dude. on that note, we got to... We f- need P-bibs, man. We need to invent that. Let's go ahead and react uh, to whatever the hell Brian did this morning. It was G-Bag Superlatives. How does he feel about us? Behind Brian Broaddus' thoughts. Next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Winding down a football Friday in the G-Bag Nation. Fantastic to have you with us. Thank you so much for hanging out today and all week long uh, throughout the ice apocalypse situation that we were all in together. And I hope no one fell the same way I Delaska. did. Uh, Alaska, as a couple yeah. of tolls were referencing earlier. I do like that. Uh, I'm going to steal that one. Tomorrow at Fan Bowl, Texas Live and Revolver Brewing from 2 to who knows when, uh, whenever the, the lights go out on the party. The party's over. Uh, you'll see me limping around a little bit, and it's not just because the tailbone. It's also because I think I uh, I might have torn an MCL, a PCL, an ACL. Who knows, man? Come on. Hopefully just, it was just a sprain. I just took a swing at Ruben. Oh, because uh, oh, that's yeah, your first round that's matchup. Yeah, I, I kind of maybe galooly. galooly. There you go. Galooly? Ruben's, galooly. Ruben's you know, sending all kinds of You know what the galooly is, right? I'm right not now. familiar with the galooly. Nancy Kerrigan. She got hit in the knee with a... Why? Oh, was it a galooly? The Jeff galooly, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Jeff yeah. galooly's the yeah. one that did that. Yeah, I, I kind of maybe got him. There you go. Well, you got to do it. Don't do it to his knee. Do it to his finger. Well, yeah. he, he can't stand up. He can't play the game. No, is, it well, a, is it a sitting game or a standing it's a game? Standing, it's a standing game. It's a standing game. But okay. you could probably do it sitting if you had to. I think you need to go for a, for an elbow. How about break a hand? 
That's what, yeah. that's what I'm going to do to Sean. Just make sure it's the proper <laughs> hand. <laughs> like a casino. Look what they did to my hand, yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. You got to make sure Sean can't yeah, compete. How can yeah. you see Sean's hands? How do you, I'm going to get an assist from that? Amanda. How do you find that? I mean, Sean. Find hand. his hand? Yeah. Sean, show me your hands. That's why I asked the wife. Sean, show me your hands. I am showing you my hands. <laughs> Brought us to play a game this morning with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Uh, and it was some, like, uh, know your teammates questions about the G-Bag Nation. And so I pulled these questions and answers, and uh, we'll see how they are. But before that, I did want to note that Adrian Wojnarowski has reported that among several teams, there's far more interest, how about this, in acquiring or in in inquiring on Kevin Durant's reaction to Kyrie Irving's trade request and how that may impact KD's future with the Nets. So Kyrie Irving is demanding the trade, and teams are more interested in what that means for KD and his desire to remain in Brooklyn uh, than they are interested in maybe acquiring Kyrie Irving, which is pretty dang funny. Well, yeah, you, you'd obviously you think want about KD. It. If like KD's thinking, well, now I want out. When that whole thing—that's the guy to go for. When yeah, that, when, the, when the season started poorly, that's where all the talks, right? Yep. It wasn't about you know it, they they hired Jacques Vaughn and then you're like okay, then they turned this thing around. They went on a streak where they were like 17 and four at one yeah. time. So I think everything was going along well. And now, you know, Katie goes out, and you know, here you are. It's funny though, because Tristan Thompson, we've seen him. He's like making the rounds on ESPN yeah. today. So they asked him about a possible Kyrie Cavs reunion, and he said, I actually texted him, and Tristan Thompson said he put a heart emoji, so I know he read it. Mm. Who knows? Maybe the Cavs are going to get in the mix there. Oh, man. Him and uh, Donovan Mitchell together would be fun. Donovan, but but Donovan Mitchell lost it last night, man. Yeah, it was great. Was that a cheap? Was that a cheap play though? He's, Dylan Brooks intentionally. Dylan, Dylan Brooks has been suspended, yes. by the way, as well. He has yeah, okay. Yeah, he kind of wrecked him a little bit. Uh, but hey, Kyrie it, just called uh, KD like his best friend a week yeah. and a half ago or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Maybe this week, earlier this week. You know, my days run all together. <laughs> okay, so also, do you think if Kyrie had a MySpace, it, like his friends list would be moving around like uh, every twenty four hours? The, it would the look top different? five well, best friends. Top eight, cuz. Wait till tomorrow. Bro. Wait till tomorrow. Rotating list. Yeah. yeah. Here's the latest though on Kyrie from Mark Stein. It's believed that Brooklyn would covet Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith in a trade with the Mavs for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, the only two respectable players not named Luka Doncic on the roster right now is who they would want. Or Josh Green. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess well, that's Bobby fair. Marks was on us on, with us earlier, and he was saying that he wouldn't give up. He no. wouldn't give up Dinwiddie yeah. or Dodo, yeah. let alone both of them. So, but that's that's the challenge right now. But if you're Brooklyn, you got to ask, right? Definitely, absolutely. Uh, even though, again, you have like Kyrie's the girl who's going to all the guys and saying, "I really want the the date to the dance," and they're all like, "Yeah, but what about your friend?" He's a free agent. The here friend on Valentine's is, Day. is the Slim Reaper, Kevin Durant, who's a bucket getter, unlike almost anything we've ever seen before. Okay, let's get into what took place this morning. Uh, somebody tweeted me at nine thirty and said, "Broadus is talking all the bleep to you uh, or about you," and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Broadus talking bleep about me? There's no way. It's impossible. He's a gentleman. He's a scholar." And I went back and listened, and it turns out that uh, it was just a, a great game show that they were playing uh, with Broadus, asking him questions, who's most likely, who's the least likely, all this about the G-Bag Nation and his teammates. The first question, and I do wonder, uh, you know, why why I was the response here, but who's the least likely to, like, who who's the least likely person in the G-Bag Nation, Broadus, that you would lend money to? Eric. 
Why? <laughs> I don't think he'd ever pay me back. <laughs> and I love Eric. And if Eric, you're out there, I, I would give you money all day, but I don't think you'll ever pay me back. I'll take it all day. I think, uh, I think he's right, though. It's just because I'm not good for it, right? <laughs> like, I'm asking for the money. Yeah, you're just the cheapest person I out think, of all of us. I think, it, I think it'd be kind of like giving it to Bennett. I love Bennett, but I know I'm never going to get it I'm never going to see that again. Never going to see it again. This is a gift, not like an expecting. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah you, like everybody else, like you would like give him money, you expect to give it with you. I would just kind of go, you know what, hey. He needs it, it's, that. it's like giving it to my son. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's I'm just, probably not going to see that yeah, for a decade. I'm not, you know, it's like how much you need, here you go. I'm just going to give it to you. No, I didn't I didn't take any offense to that. I mean, yeah, you it was were 100% true. rides to work for how long? So yeah. you didn't have to use your gas. So, I mean, it, it's a fair answer. 100% it is. 100% it is. And I make up for it in other ways. Like when you your do. truck gets stolen, I'll hang around with you for a little you while. You did. You hung around Not with me. Not the whole time. I, you told know, the story. I, I told around. that story about it's my true. truck getting stolen, and it, it doesn't get any easier. No, it, it doesn't. Does. And then to know that the engine ended up in some place in Grand Prairie <laughs> yeah. was even better. Wild. <laughs> Eric chills by. He gives you a shoulder rub. Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. It's a good er, truck, er, Eric put his yeah. arm around me, and I started crying. You got insurance, right? be okay, bro. Exactly. Exactly. About that for you. <laughs> I'm not going to buy you dinner that night, but I am going to do everything I can to try and make you feel a little bit better. Uh, now, who, according to Brian Broaddus, has the worst takes on the G-Bag Nation? That would be Woolchuck. <laughs> oh, does he really? Poor Wol- where does where does he really struggle? He really because he, he he when he gets really passionate to he you could tell he starts. His 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 hand. You can tell he's coming up out of his seat, <laughs> and so you're like, you know, you're 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 kind of got to gauge him. Now Dawson, I don't want to debate Dawson because Dawson's really good at making your words sound like you're an idiot. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the best I, vocabulary. You stay you stay away from him. He will make you feel like. But <laughs> Wolchuk has got such passion, and he gets like you could you could tell he's just about to come over the desk at you. I actually take this as a compliment, and it wasn't takes; it was just argument, arguments, yeah, right. debates. No, some of the takes, like you, you believe stuff you say. Yeah, and every, we all do. We all do. Like you actually believe the crap that comes out of your no, mouth. No, it's insane. Most no, of no, the no, time, but you're like so passionate about it. Yeah, I say a lot of dumb. I'm things not offended too. by it. No, I say a lot of dumb things too. I'm okay with that. Okay. When you see him come out of his chair a little bit, Broadus, that's not I because he's, he's passionate about a take. It's uh, because he ripped one uh, and he levitated a little bit. He got some hang yeah. time. No, because I'll start laughing and giggling when that happens. So you know 100% that it's because yeah. I accidentally had an issue. Wolchuk always kind of looks over at me and the look alone. Usually I hear it anyways, <laughs> but the look alone, I'm like, Eric, oh, okay. We'll I look just back and be like, did you fart? Yeah. And I just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. 100%. Yeah, you brought up Dawson there, uh, Mr. Broadus. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to. You scared I, about one hundred percent because you don't know. Like it'll take three days, yeah. and you realize that fool was talking about me. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I, 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 I'm starting. To, I'm starting to listen a lot more. He'll say something. Like his 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 one of his best lines is like he'll rip somebody and he says, "But it's my guy." Yeah, it's my guy. Yeah, it's my guy. You know, and you're yeah. like, "He's not your guy." Uh, superb athlete. Yeah, <laughs> it's my guy. <laughs> I, I hate to admit it, but yeah, but he is my guy, though. Yeah. He is my guy. Uh, here is Broadus's thoughts on who's the most likely from the G Bag Nation to get canceled from a tweet. Oh, that's that's uh, no, that's. Uh, that's Dawson. Dawson, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, Dawson's not afraid. Dawson will tweet one or two times a day, and it's usually going after somebody. <laughs> yeah. I left Bobby's laughing there just because I know he'd probably hate that, and I want to make fun of him. And if you want to isolate that, Lucius, feel free. <laughs> uh, just a goofy-ass like half laugh there from, from Bobby, which maybe would make an appearance if we did a, a laugh bracket one of these days. Maybe.
Maybe uh, he would. But yeah, I think you're I think you're right. Dawson likes to stir it up on the Twitters. He will. He gets in for somebody that doesn't tweet very much, he's in an argument every day with somebody. And then he'll just let it go. I would have gone with Gavin for the last two answers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, like if I just look at some of the, la- oh yeah, let's see. That's the, <laughs> that's the beef. Like in the last forty-eight hours, Dawson has tweeted and and he didn't tag anybody. He just yeah. says, "I mean, if you think Dak has played so good that he should not face criticism, there you that go. is rich man." There you go. <laughs> like unprovoked. I it's told just, you. No, but it's you know somebody's in his DMs or something uh, that's got him going. No. Somebody's and then he just, somebody's unleashes. following him. Somebody's following him and he's gotten an argument and he doesn't want to tag him in it. Yeah, that's what he's done. Yeah, yeah. But I love it. Don't hold back, Gavin. That never is a change. great tweet, man. I mean, if you think Dak has played so good that he should not face criticism that is rich man and that's just unprovoked uh, seemingly that is really really good i love it thank you gavin oh, dawson gavin uh let's see here oh who's the most likely uh who's the most likely or who would you most be interested in from the g-bag nation to marry your hypothetical daughter brian Broadus? uh i would let her lucius i oh. thought about that so hard and i'll tell you why lucius lucius is one of those guys He's really good with finance. I mean, you ask him questions about finance and stocks and bonds and stuff. He's really, really versed on that stuff. He loves documentaries, so he's really kind of a well-read guy. So I kind of feel like that my kids would be, like my grandkids would be super, super smart. You know? like And so I, I just kind of, and he likes he likes uh, food. He likes to cook. He likes being around stuff like that. So I think he would help her. Okay, so he had me on everything, and then he said he likes to cook. But you don't like and to I cook, right? I like to eat. I will help you cook. <laughs> I, will. I will buy everything that you need to do, and I will there. I will sit there and support and drink uh, tequila with you and yeah. conversate until All the food that is done. was very true, though. Yeah. Besides the the cooking, I'm a relationship guy. I'm a one girl kind of guy, you know. Absolutely. I like to educate myself. I don't leave the house. I'm a homeboy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm in all. Oh, this. and uh, you said good with finances. Yeah. You should have seen me the first time I learned about compound interest and uh, how I should have paid that back. Sure. Yeah, that, that was pretty bad. Uh, but you learned. That's the <laughs> yeah, whole that's thing. pretty bad. Yeah. Was, it a, was it a car? So you no. say that, it goes way over yeah. my head. Well, that, that letter came to the house. It was like, hey, homeboy, we're going to need some of that money that you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, wait, hopefully this is one of those spams, right? Yeah. This is no, this is one I can ignore. 972 mm-hmm. Lucius would have brought us his daughter microdosing. Well, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, eating all the cookies. Yeah. Eating all the cookies. But the fishing as well. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's true. Yeah, see, we can bond with the dad. Yeah. I'm going to go fishing with your pops. <laughs> Heading out to the lake. And I'm going to push him out of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> your what dad, are your intentions Your dad here? wears my ass out. <laughs> Shotgun to the back. <laughs> can we, can Fredo. We yeah. <laughs> Fredo. Listen to how tough this was, though, for Broadus. Can you just isolate the very start to that answer? <laughs> Listen to He's like, crap, mm. I have to give a name here. This is my daughter. <laughs> I love her very much. Listen to him. He's really caught up in the air on this one. Uh, I would let her. <laughs> Lucius. Uh, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> He's like, I've seen what Eric's gotten himself into. I hear Wolchuk's dating stories, and well, Gavin's Gavin. Gavin, Gavin yeah. wants nothing to do with anybody. Yeah. So my daughter would be probably lonely. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you justified it right after you said my name. You didn't even, like let it breathe. Yeah. Lucius, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why yeah, real yeah. quick. Let me tell you why. No, but Lucius is the <laughs> answer. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, he, he's, he's, Lucius, you're the right answer. No, you are. He you are the right, the right answer. I've seen the rest of these slugs. I don't know about, you know? No. <laughs> I'm just finally getting out of mom and dad's. <laughs> but So Dawson would be the one you'd least like to date your daughter? 
I think Dawson. Or is it Wolchuk? I think I think Dawson really It'd be you. I think it's Dawson <laughs> because I don't think he. I think he Dawson in his life wants to be alone. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, no, that's fair. And, well, I and if I, I'm I, your if I'm your son-in-law, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna inundate you with grandchildren. It, it gonna, might be a little gonna over the top. It's gonna cost me so much money again. Yeah, because Christmas I have the grandkids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the money you'll never and get. No, I can see. I can see. I see. Hey, Grandpa, could you like? Could you take care of the kids? It's like you know. Five of them that I'm like holding right. on to. Yeah. You'd be like, enough, man. Yeah, yeah settle down. Let me, oh, let, let, me chill, pay, bro. let me pay for that vasectomy, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Broadus knows how much I love going Give around her a the break. rim. He wouldn't like that. God. Uh, okay, who would have your back in a fight? Brian Broadus. Chiafala. <gasps> G back teammate who would run away. Do you think Chiafala can fight? Yes. I think he would be cheap. I think he would fight really <laughs> dirty. I think he would. I think Eric. Now, the problem is Eric is like 26, 27 years old. He's already broken down. He fell down on the ice, so he's got yeah. back problems. He's got a tail tailbone problem, knee problem. Three kids. I think that if you were like at the Super Bowl and somebody was like you were getting harassed, I think Eric would just like crazy man fight somebody. Wow. Who, who's the teammate that would run away from the fight? Me. No, but you're, you're in a fight, so who's running away for a bit? I could see Woolchuck trying to talk his way out of it. I could see. I could see, see Dawson. Like he doesn't want confrontation. I could see Dawson like putting up his hands, like, "Okay, bro, you're right. You're good. Yeah. We're good. We're getting out of here. We're fine." Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. It depending on who it is. I don't want to fight anymore. I'm trying to I talk my know. way out of that thing. I Otherwise, just, I, I'm going full crazy. I think. I think that, <laughs> you know? like I say, I think Eric would go ham on somebody. I think if Eric felt like that, one of us was like he would like let's like sucker punch somebody. Yeah, the problem is you caught me at a bad time. Like if something goes down at oh, the Super Bowl, you're broken down. Well, now you're yeah. broken yeah. with yeah. the tailbone. We don't the need knee, to fight the, toes, the Super Bowl. The we don't need to fight the Super Bowl. That's no, one but thing. If, yeah. I, if I get liquored up, I will start some stuff, and it's not a good situation. Uh, but I would have gone with Lucius there as well. I no Lucius. I, I would. I personally would have chosen Lucius there as well. Yeah, I, I would fight cheap too. Okay, would, yeah, would you, I'm throwing chairs. Yeah. Fight all the way you pin. Yeah. I'm doing anything you can because there are no rules in fighting. Okay, especially a street fight. If I came for a beer, now you fighting me. It's rules off. Game on. Bro. I, I think that's. A, I think that's a great. I just thought that you, with you, that you would like. like what's going on here? Yeah. yeah, and then you would, and as soon as they said, well, as soon as they turned, you would just drop. Somebody. Also, probably the most easily triggered. Me? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if somebody, if you, if somebody says something that you like, don't like. You're gonna. You're, I could, you're gonna go That's off. what I'm saying. I could see you snapping. You'll yeah. go. Off. I really could, especially if you're already kind of having one of those days. Oh yeah, if you catch me at a bad time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do oh, you tell sure. the crew first that there's there's a problem, like the people that you with? Hey man, this guy over here in the pink is kind of talking kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. just Let's let keep you know before I go over there. <laughs> yeah, I think you want to have a pregame yeah, show yeah, before I'll, you get to the yeah, kickoff. Yeah, I always do that. Man, I tell you, well, you guys are because I kind of felt like that you wouldn't. I felt like that we would all be in a group, and then somebody would say something. And then that would just you would just, would just get it. That's it. And now we're all now we're all fighting a group as a group. We're all yeah. kind of in a melee. Somebody yeah. texted in that you, Eric, you and I would be like twenty one and twenty two Jump Street, like Jonah Hill and <laughs> oh and uh, and Tatum Tatum. Yeah, uh, I like that. I idea. could actually see that. Yeah, it'd be sweet. I'd be the, but I, I def- in the Peter Pan tights. I definitely could see Wolchek like, <laughs> hey, hey, come on, come on, man, come guys, on, come guys, on. yeah, come on. Can't come we on. settle this over a pine? And then just kick him in the nuts and run away. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would run. Or do you want to catch me outside? Nowadays, I <laughs> would run. That's the thing, man, Dawson. You, I, I mean, run, yeah. I think it could be brought out of all of us. No, yeah, no doubt. Honestly, my top two though would be probably Lucius and then Gavin. And then Eric, but I'm gonna tear this place apart. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I can't tear this whole place apart. 
Gavin Wood? Yeah, what? If he gets the, like, <laughs> I think getting him I there takes a lot. But when I, he's there, it could be what? game over. I, did, I would not. I would not think that. Like, maybe yeah. Okay, maybe it's the wildcat, not drinking. Wildcat syndrome. You know, just kind of yep. go nuts. Yep. I just thought about size and if somebody made you snap. No, you're not wrong. Just I, like you I know, don't reach, think that was a bad answer. Punch. I mean, Gavin. Yeah, probably be. Probably wouldn't be good. You're right. All right, uh, who, as we wind down here in the G-Bag Superlatives, uh, the most likely farter? No, that's easy. We know. Oh, that's 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 because... Zach. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, Zach doesn't care. Like, like before we go, like, Dawson's like, it's the G-Bag. He's bringing us back. Like, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Dawson bringing us back. Zach will just rip one right in the middle, and, like, we all have to sit here and endure. And he doesn't care. Jeez. He just doesn't care about it. I hate it. those people. I mean, it's like, <laughs> he, he doesn't. Mine don't stink. That's true. He do, I mean, he walks. He didn't even walk outside. It's like he, like we were coming back, and he got right next to Eric's head and let one go. Walked right. over to him, did it, and then he came sat, back to his like, spot. Like Eric sitting here in the spot, and he went right on him, and I'd then punch him away. if he did that. Yeah, yeah. He deserved a punch that day. He really did. I, I don't know what. Uh, no I must have been in a pretty good mood that day. It was a good funny moment between us boys, just being guys, being dudes. Now, I will say, how how many times has it been like bad, bad? Uh, there were there uh, was Eric. There were, I know the night we've had. Okay, some issues, I was okay. gonna say. I mean, there's but been on too our many show here with G Bag, I G-Bag. own this and I accept this. Yeah. But how much has it been like? Wow, but this is a smelly the situation. So, the soda diet probably, has helped you yeah, tremendously. Thirty percent of them. But it's you, the veggie thing that you do, and the shakes and yeah, all that. The broccoli, the broccoli, the broccoli, the broccoli. Yeah, that's a lingering. It's fun. I'm just going to go the broccoli, the broccoli, the broccoli, the broccoli, the broccoli. Next time I'll go into the pimp cup and I'll let Lucius have a taste. <laughs> oh, that's come in here with cool. that, yeah. man. If we did a top ten, might see Lucius snap. Yeah, don't come in here with that, bro. <laughs> when we revisit the top ten smells list, you'll find out that Wolchuk's number one is his own brand. Uh, and that's what's disappointing. Wafting, wafting. Uh, segments brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always free. Visit truckwreck.com. Broadus will be in studio for the next few hours with the get right. We'll cross talk with those fellas next right here on the fan. Thank you very much. We got Robo Jason Robertson doing his NHL skills competition right now. As uh, he is our Dallas Stars representative, about to crosstalk with the Get Right, brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always for you. Visit truckwreck.com. How do you want it? Now let's welcome in uh, the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold and Kevin Gray. KG, fellas, how you doing? What's up, man? Y'all good? We're all right. I mean, you got Brian for another couple hours here as you rock seven to nine. I know. You, you I, guys got big plans for Brian? Are you going to make him work hard? Uh, I told, what did I tell you yesterday, Brian? He's quarterback. Yeah. I've never, I, I, you know, I know, <laughs> yeah, I'm quarter, I can do it. The, uh, the thing, it's funny, I've never been so happy to, and I know KG, this kills you, but I've never been so happy to hear Boomer and a, my guy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer Esiason and What's, Mike Valenti. Mike Valenti. It's kickoff I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad they, on a Friday night, they decided to do no, some I feel bad. Are you starting I to feel, feel it a little bit? Starting to just get a little tired? No. I'm actually, I feel really good. I feel really good. Yeah. Well, How does this compare to a long uh, football day? In other words, well, pregame, game, yeah, halftime, postgame. That's nine hours. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's funny, when we do the uh, pregame, 
in the studio, it goes a lot faster than if we're at the game. Oh, okay. Because we have to get up and move around and we right. get from outside to inside and Press go up yeah, and all that. Yeah. And then go down and mm-hmm. all. But uh, this, I compare this very much to doing the draft. Oh, okay. With the continuous, you know, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people and I've kind of feel like in that, in that draft, we all kind of, all of us are in one room sitting there, but now I'm in a room where the, the participants are going in and out, you know. So with that draft, everybody's kind of hanging in there. Well, we're going to have some fun at 8 o'clock tonight to timestamp something for you. I'm going to return a segment that we did one time when I was, you know, in with you and Gavin. You uh-huh. remember a little segment called Clapback Broadus. Oh, jeez. Personal favorite. Yeah, we're bringing that back tonight at 8 o'clock. So uh, I got your... Uh, oh, you got the receipts? Got some receipts from uh, past Broadus tweets. Oh, and, uh, my God. We're going to have some fun with, uh, with Broadus. And- I, I, I hope this is like, the, after like I went off uh, the grid as they would say for about a week after that whole san francisco thing oh yeah i just got like I, oh i, I got i got pre-san fran okay. post-san fran okay. like right. you've just been waiting for the day oh man decides. i've been waiting for another clapback broadest right. segment and uh, go. i got plenty that uh, we're gonna have some fun with. that's gonna be at eight o'clock tonight so good deal yeah I'm looking forward sweet to that. i'm pumped for that what do you guys think about the uh kyrie irving and maybe the mavericks being interested there chaos Love it. Introduce me to all the chaos. Why not? I'm an ancient of chaos. <laughs> I mean, I know Chris may feel a little bit differently, but, you know, it almost feels like this year's a little bit of a wash. Even with them being the fourth seed right now, what, two games above 500, it almost feels like a wash this season. So why not introduce some chaos and bring in Kyrie Irving and just see what happens? And then maybe you can convince him to sign a long-term deal, you know, by the time you get to season's end. My thoughts on it are at what cost. So mm-hmm. once I know some details, I feel either better or worse. But my initial thoughts way back when, when the rumors were happening, you know, late last summer, mm-hmm. was I don't really want him here. And then it was before his comments or his posts on Twitter and all that. It was like, the reason I was saying that is because in my mind, Kyrie Irving is set. First of all, you know, he's very eccentric. He, he has these thoughts about whatever. That's not even the point. In my mind, his availability is the question because he set, he won a championship, he did it with the last second shot. What does he have to play for? He's got plenty of money. He's not, he's a perennial top 10, top 15 player. He scraped. And so I was like, well, why would he come to the Dallas Mavericks and give his all? He's not hungry. How hungry can you be when you're already full? I don't know. In other words, he's not wired like a LeBron or even a Luka where he's got to prove something to people. He's like, y'all know I'm Kyrie. So his his goal might not be, again, not necessarily winning the championship. It might be, oh, I want to climb Mount Everest. You don't know. And then he's out. So he has been healthy for the last couple of months, playing like an all-star, playing all the way you'd want him to do. The question is, is he wanting to prove something? Is he hungry to try to win a championship? Or is he, I'm sad, I'm good. He's been set and good in Brooklyn for four years, in Boston for a year and a half. Uh, all those moves outside of Cleveland. He's just he's just Kyrie. And the only difference I feel about him now is we already knew that Jason Kidd was his idol when he was growing up. He loves Jason Kidd. So Jason Kidd could influence him. Nico but got he, a good relationship with him. That's where I'm mm-hmm. going now. Mm-hmm. He's got an excellent relationship with Nico Harrison. So knowing that those two guys are running it and they know who they're dealing with and his respect for them, 
And the fact that, yeah, he's got an expiring contract, well, depending upon the assets they give up, no harm, no foul. I'm excited to hear more uh, what you think about the Mavs and Clapback Broadus at 8 o'clock. Appreciate you, fellas. We have the get right coming up <laughs> 7 to 9, leading into Boomer and Valenti. Brian, you got this, brother. You can do this. Oh, this is uh, yeah, we, it's hey, light work for Broadus yeah, now. We're done. Light work now. We will see you all at Fan Bowl tomorrow. Revolver Brewing in Texas Live. We get the roundtable started at 2. The party goes until, well, you say it ends. That's how we're doing it here at 1053 The I Fan. Thank you very much to Lucius Alexander, to Eric Chiafalo, Brian Broaddus, Carter Freeman. I'm Zach Wolchuk. Until Monday morning, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.